Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So these libs, they're not on our side. Media people aren't on our side. You know that. But there's not going to be any enlightenment either. So, you know, a lot of folks out there kind of celebrating, you know, Ted Lieu and Ro Khanna, these two radical Democrats, you know, appearing to come out for free speech. I'm going to show you what they're really worried about and why they're doing it in the beginning of the show. So you don't get confused and think all of a sudden there's been some cerebral enlightenment that all of a sudden the Democrats are like, gosh, free speech is a good thing. No, 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 no. That's not what's happening. We can shut that down right now. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Privacy online, it's a right, not a privilege. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. I've got that. Twitter files, part five, Cinco, dropped yesterday via Barry Weiss on Twitter. More bombshells in there about the extent they went to to make sure Trump was eliminated from the platform, even after acknowledging Trump hadn't done anything to eliminate himself from the platform. And they put it in writing. Because they're really that stupid, which is very common on the left, by the way. All right, folks, today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. When you use the bathroom, you always close the door behind you, right? You don't want random passersby looking in on you. So why would you let people look in when you go online? Using the internet without ExpressVPNs, like going to the bathroom and not closing the door. Do you know that your internet service provider knows every single website you visit? What's worse, they can sell this information to ad companies and tech giants who will use the data to target you. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet so that your online activity can't be seen by anyone. I use ExpressVPN on all my devices. It works on phones, laptops, even routers. I don't trust anything else. And using ExpressVPN is as easy as closing the bathroom door. Just fire up the app, click one button, and you are protected. ExpressVPN is the world's number one rated VPN by Mashable, The Verge, and countless others. Secure yourself today. At expressvpn.com slash Bongino, use my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash Bongino, and you can get an extra three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Go today. All right, Joe, let's go. It's showtime, fellas. Here we go. Yes, sir. Yes, we do. So busy show today. A lot happened yesterday. Uh, you know, I played on yesterday's podcast. I, I showed, I should say, precision there matters. Uh, Ted Lou put up a tweet. And in that tweet, he appeared to be responding to a random person on Twitter and defending free speech, saying, no, you know, we can't go after Elon Musk. It's a private platform. You know, that's not what we can do. But, you know, you have to understand, folks, there were people out there who bought into this and they think Ted Lieu and Ro Khanna, another Democrat, who've come out seemingly against uh, censorship on these private platforms. <laughs> Siri function kicked in before. Uh, that are against uh, prior censorship on these private platforms, you would think there was some kind of ideological enlightenment. That is not the case. That is not what happened. I said that to you yesterday. I'm going to prove it to you. What's really going on here is that the censoring of medical information on Twitter, i.e. Dr. McCullough, Dr. Malone being banned, I bring them up because they're back as of today. They've been reinstated, who were truth tellers. 
These two doctors were truth tellers early about the dangers of the vaccine and masks and other things, right? The banning of them on Twitter for information that later turned out to be scientifically accurate. Masks don't stop the spread of COVID. The vaccine does not stop the spread of COVID. That creates a serious civil problem for them, civil litigation problem for a lot of these people. I think they know it. They were on the wrong side of it. They're just rushing out right now because they know they're part of the Twitter crime scene. Now, I never say anything I can't back up. They're not on our side. They just got caught. Ro Khanna, the Democrat, was one of the primary pushers for the deplatforming of Parler, him and AOC. Now, all of a sudden, he's some big hero because he sent an email to Twitter asking if there were First Amendment ramifications to banning Trump and other things. Uh, but what it, I mean, seriously, you know what this reminds me of, Joe? Yeah, I, I said yesterday in huh. the radio. You know, uh, Chris Rock had this, uh, the comedian, he had this segment about taking care of your kids, like how some people, they, you know, they, oh man, that guy's great. He takes care of his kids. You're supposed to take care of your kids. Right. What do you want, a cookie? <laughs> like, Ro Con, and it's one of my favorite segments. Ro Con and Ted Lou raised their right hand and swore to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States, the freedom of the press and the freedom to speak. That we, we're supposed to get some kind of cookie now that they, they supposedly have, have found enlightenment in the Constitution? What, your vow didn't mean anything? We always bring the receipts. CYA! Here's Ted Lou. Yeah, oh, every, that, that's exactly what, the, that is exactly what they're doing. They are covering their arses. That is exactly what is happening right now. Here, I'll prove it to you. Here was Ted Lou in front of Congress, playing down the shadow banning of conservatives and the censorship war against conservatives in a congressional committee. Folks, it's all on video. Anyone can see this. Now he's trying to dial it back. Check this out. The notion that social media is somehow censoring conservative folks is ridiculous. And three witnesses today have testified that that's not happening. And we don't do laws by anecdote. At least I hope I don't. And we shouldn't. But there's a more fundamental problem. The First Amendment applies to the government. Can we just get that clear? It does not apply to restrict content of private companies. So let's just go through something very simple. And I'll ask you, Mrs. Oka. We don't tell Fox News what to filter, right? Correct. And we can't tell Facebook what content to filter. The government can't, right? Correct. That would just be flat out unconstitutional, right? Yes, sir. We can't force Facebook to carry diamond and silk if they choose not to. Isn't that right? Correct. Okay, this guy thinks you're an idiot. A couple things about that. Yeah. Number one, it was obvious and has been obvious for probably close to a decade now that social media platforms, I'll be doing a whole segment on this on my Fox show this weekend at nine, but it's not just Twitter. Social media platforms in general have been biased against conservatives. Censorship decisions, bogus fact checks, shadow banning, uh, the de-amplification of tweets. We know that. We've already seen it in the Twitter files. But it's not just Twitter. It's other platforms as well. So him playing it down and pretending it doesn't happen is just evidence of Ted Lou's either stupidity or malice, and I'm going to attribute it to the latter. He's not a bright guy either, but it's the latter. Ted Lou is not on our side. This guy's not some free speech advocate. Now, please stop to anyone who believes this. They're suckering us here. Second, notice the comparison he makes. This, this, again, this is not ignorance. This is him out of malice. He makes a ridiculous comparison. You guys see what he did? He compares Fox News yes. to Facebook. Yes. Now, what's the difference? Well, this guy's a legislator. He knows the difference. He's not a bright guy, but he knows the difference. Ladies and gentlemen, Fox 
is not a platform. Fox is a publisher, like the New York Times. If Fox goes on the air and publishes an article saying Ted Lieu is from Mars uh, or speaks about it on the air, knowing it's false, he has Mar Martian genes, knowing it's false and with intent to harm and actual malice, Fox can be sued. Fox does not have Section 230 protections. Section 230 provides protection to platforms, not publishers like Fox. Ted Lieu knows this. Twitter and Facebook pretend not to be publishers, pretend to be platforms. In other words, we're content neutral. People publish a microblog on Facebook and Twitter. And what they say, we're not responsible for because we're not the publisher. We're just a platform. That's what Twitter and Facebook say. That's why they're protected from lawsuits. You can still be sued, but they'll just cite Section 230, which doesn't apply to publishers. You don't think Ted Lieu knows this? Of course he knows it. He's just trying to throw out the boogeyman, Fox News, as a liberal dog whistle to media people like, look, we don't tell Fox News what to publish. No, Fox News does because they don't want to be sued. Twitter pretends to be a platform in Facebook. Oh, we're content neutral, except the fact that they only appear to censor conservative content, meaning they're not content neutral and are not a platform. They are, in fact, a liberal publisher. Come on, man. You don't think this guy knows this? These people are not our friends, folks. These people are scamming us. They're trying to sucker us just to get out of trouble. As Joe just said, the guy's doing a CYA. Great, they came around now. They're only coming around for that reason. Be careful getting in bed with any of these people. I can see it now, swampy Republicans. Joe, this will be next. We're going to link arms and move forward with uh, bipartisan legislation. No, no, we're not going to do that with these people. Right, yeah. We are not going to, that is not going to work out. We will lead the way. If they really believe in it, they can jump on later. They should have no role whatsoever in drawing any of this legislation up. None, these lefties. They were the ones pushing for this, just like Ted Lieu. Please stop the nonsense. It's driving me bananas. Some of these people on the left and in the swamp. Like, oh, look, Ted Lieu's on our team. Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay, getting back to the most important story of the day. This happened, I was on the air yesterday. One of the great... Uh, the great parts about live radio is stuff happens on the air and it forces you to lift and shift to kind of move from your planned content into breaking news. Yesterday's broke while I was on the air. They decided to drop Twitter files number five. Bari Weiss has it on her Twitter feed. I strongly suggest you follow her. And, you know, folks, the media, again, is trying to crush this story. There were some nuclear bombs in this thing. And anyone telling you otherwise, a couple people, ah, it's not a big deal. The, uh, I'll give you this. The top line narrative that Twitter hated Trump, I again, I understand is not a big deal. That's not the point of the drop, though. The drop is not that they hated Trump. It's the extent they went to in writing on their own internal channels to acknowledge Trump had done nothing wrong and they were going to ban him anyway. That's the story. Think about this. Think about this. I, I would argue, I thought about this last night because I, I fell into this trap a little bit too. I thought about this last night as I was sleeping on it. They banned this sitting president of the United States and could not cite a single reason why. Folks, have we walked this to its logical conclusion? I'll get to the tweets Barry Weiss put up exposing this in a second. But Joe, imagine what would have happened if, say, weeks before uh, the swearing in of Joe Biden, there's all this chaos going on. Right. Imagine Russia or China would have said, you know what, it's time to take advantage. We're going to set off an EMP nuclear attack, and it's time to invade. 
Folks, you can laugh all you want. The bottom line is the Russians, while they probably never considered that, could absolutely do it. And if the Iranians had a nuclear bomb, I wouldn't put it past them at all. Mm -mm. We'll set off an electromagnetic pulse in the atmosphere. We'll knock out the electrical grid in the United States. We're going to take advantage of all of it. Imagine President Trump, one of the primary means of communicating with tens of millions of people, Twitter, where journalists and everyone else go. The president's entirely cut off from speaking on it because Twitter decided they just don't like Donald Trump. They had no real reason. Has anybody thought any of this through on the left? Of course not. They're totalitarian nutbags who care only about power and never think through anything because they combine a lust for power with absolute idiocy. And that's a dangerous combination that creates a stupid, smart person. Let's start with uh, tweet. There were about 46 tweets. I'm going to stick with the two that kind of sum it up. Here, this is them writing this. This is Anika Navaroli. She's a Twitter policy official. They're writing this on an internal communications channel that Barry Weiss and Elon now have their hands on. Quote, I'm also not seeing clear or coded incitement in the Donald J. Trump tweet, wrote Navaroli. Quote, I'll respond in the elections channel and say that our team has assessed and found no vios, talking about violations, for the DJT one. Wait, to be clear again, you ban the president of the United States. Here it is right here. You can see it on the Slack channel right here. Thank you. You couldn't find a reason to ban the president of the United States because there were no clear violations of your stated Twitter policy. And yet you did it anyway because you hate Donald Trump, potentially putting our national security at risk and setting a precedent that you will ban a conservative Republican president just on a whim because you got, you, 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 you got your panties in a wad? What? Hat tip to Miss Navaroli, by the way. I don't know you. And I mean, she's at Twitter, probably a leftist, but I honestly have no idea. But a hat tip and sincere hat tip to you for standing up for what was right, or at least willing to uh, being willing to put it down in writing. There was no violation in and around January 6th when they banned Trump. The violation was Donald Trump was a conservative and he was mouthy. He just didn't respond and kiss their asses. Folks, this is the danger of this. They did not even ban the Ayatollah in Iran for declaring a war on Jews. They didn't declare, was it the Ethiopian, uh, that that, uh, uh, politician in Ethiopia for talking about attacks in Tigray? None of them were banned. It was just Donald Trump. Again, did the media people ignoring this story and playing it down as some nothing burger? Do you understand the dangerous consequences that can result from arbitrary behavior like this with world leaders on a significant communication channel that that could alter the course of history? What if the Ayatollah on Twitter says the bombings are about to commence in the United States? We've got a nuclear bomb. The president's not allowed to respond, but the Ayatollah is. Have any of you thought of this? Have any, has anyone in the media who's got a carve out in the Constitution, freedom of the press, literally written for you? Have any of you thought about how, how bad this could get? The national security implications of a couple of dipwads at Twitter who are probably about 17 or 18 years old. Just finished a carton of Ben and Jerry's deciding what you can see from the president of the United States or not. Folks, candidly speaking, too, they probably got people killed. Why? Because they moved right on to medical misinformation right after banning Trump. As Lord Acton said, power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. And they were absolutely corrupted. Here, it's right here. 
Here's an email from Barry Weiss got a hold of. By the next day, employees expressed eagerness after the Trump ban to tackle, quote, medical misinformation as soon as possible. How many people did they, did they, uh, did they tell were safe because the vaccine was going to stop transmission when it wasn't true because they banned people who spoke the truth? How many people went outside with masks on thinking it would save them when it didn't? Folks, they probably got some people killed. Look at this email right here. Medical misinformation is a much broader category of harmful content. We've laid a lot of groundwork for policy and product behavior through our work in COVID and the election. Again, you see how they move seamlessly? How when you give these people this power in this powerful international communications channel, Twitter, how they abuse it? Folks, this is so, so dangerous. We are in a really, really dangerous spot where the new town square are controlled by a bunch of radical leftists and a cabal of young, dopey kids eating Ben and Jerry's ice cream in a basement, arbitrarily deciding to ban people for putting out both science and to ban the president of the United States simply because they don't like him. The national security and public health implications are so dramatic that I'm underselling them right now because I would love to start screaming about it, but I don't want to lose the message. Now, one of the people who alleged to be intimately involved in this was Yoel Roth, who was a head of uh, safety branch up at Twitter. Yoel Roth has since gone from Twitter. By the way, his tweets are that some of the tweets coming out from Yoel Roth about sexual stuff are, I have to tell you, are really gross. That this guy, Yoel Roth, was knee deep in all this and meeting with the FBI makes him a figure of public interest, period. You had any role in the banning of the president of the United States? You don't like it. Go get a job somewhere else. He wanted to become a public, uh, the public, uh, publicly involved in Twitter. He goes out there. He gives speeches and interviews. Well, then criticism of your behavior is absolutely valid. Now, the media is using this new trick. It started about two years ago. I want you to pay attention to this because by their rules, they incited violence against me too. Anytime. You criticize any leftist like Yoel Roth or anyone else. For It doesn't matter how disgusting the behavior, his tweets, his actions on Trump. Anytime you are going to see articles like this. Here's the hapless Donny O'Sullivan, Donny O'Sullivan, whatever. Former top Twitter official forced to leave home due to threats amid Twitter files release. How many threats do we get here? Did you know? Do you want to, should I start posting threats every day and blaming CNN? Listen, it goes without saying. People should not be threatened. It's a violation of law. You threaten people. It's aggravated harassment. and You can get locked up, and you should. Having said that, this guy, Yoel Roth, is absolutely a public figure right now who inserted himself into one of the biggest censorship scandals in American history. You want us to shut up and not expose who he is because a couple of nuts are sending threats to people who we condemn, condemn vigorously? By your own estimation and your own rule set and logic and reasoning, then you're responsible for the threats against me and my family that happen all the time. Are you not? Please explain to me how you talking about me as a conspiracy theorist and a crazy person inciting violence against me. I can show you the threats. Please tell me how you're not responsible if we're responsible for speaking the truth about Yoel Roth, what Yoel Roth did. And now we're responsible for some nuts. I'm just going to turn it around on you every single time. You like these rules? I'll work, with them. I'll work with them too. You are responsible for inciting violence against me, period. You want those rules? You can eat them too. It's true. 
You have rules. You're responsible. Do not back down on this stuff. Do not back down. It's responsible for us to call out any kind of threats of violence, obviously. You have nothing to do with this. Yoel Roth is part of this uh, controversy, and we will talk about it no matter what. Ignore Donnie, Donnie, whatever, O'Sullivan. They're trying the same thing with Fauci, too. The White House is laying the groundwork now. Dr. Fauci was, was involved in the largest public health debacle in American history. The Wuhan lab leak, the mass controversy, the vaccine controversy, the lockdown controversy, the social distancing controversy. Fauci's at the middle of all this. Criticism of Dr. Fauci is entirely legitimate. He's not your dentist. He is a public health official paid for by tax dollars. I'll show you what I mean in a minute, how, how, how uh, the leftist media hacks and the communists are using the same dangerous, inciting violence stuff to stop you from looking under the rug. It's not going to stop us at all. You've been warned. All right, let me get to my, uh, my next uh, sponsor today. Today's show brought to you by Helix Mattresses. When you receive your Helix Mattress, you'll be obsessed with it. I sleep on one. I have the Midnight Lux. I love it. Helix Mattresses are quick and fun to unbox. You're going to love them. And you won't believe how well you'll sleep, waking up feeling rested and refreshed. Helix Sleep is a quick quiz. It matches your body type and sleep preferences. The perfect mattress for you. Everyone's unique and Helix knows that. They have several different mattress models to choose from and the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't ever have to go to a mattress store again. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Dan. That's H-E-L-I-X. They have a 10-year warranty and you get to try it out for 100 nights risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix even has financing options and flexible payment plans, so a great night's sleep is never far away. For a limited time, Helix is offering up to $350 off all mattress orders and, and two free pillows for listeners to this program. Great mattress, vouch for it personally, sleep on one every night. This is their best offer yet, so hurry on over to helixsleep.com slash Dan. That's H-E-L-I-X. Helixsleep.com slash Dan. Do it today. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers, and they're all made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. All right, so here's what I mean. Totally disregard these people and ignore them. This inciting violence thing is a scam. They want to shut you up from uncovering the massive corruption they have been involved in with social media and public health. Here's Karine Jean-Pierre. When she's asked about public criticism of Fauci, notice she uses the word dangerous very specifically and multiple times. She's trying to shut you down from asking questions of a public health official. Check this out. We've been very clear about this. Uh, these attacks, these personal attacks uh, that we have been seeing are dangerous uh, uh, on Dr. Fauci and other public health professionals as well. Uh, are, they are disgusting and they are divorced from, uh, from reality. And uh, we will continue to call that out and be very clear uh, about that. Again, these are incredibly dangerous, these personal attacks that we are seeing. By the way, uh, I, I didn't ask anyone changing, changing the vote. Key. Oh. Joe. Um, no. Nah, so, nah, she sucks, man. So sucks. Okay, good. Just check it. Yeah, Guy. <laughs> Guy says firmly established. You see how she got the talking point? 
She can't deviate from the talking point she's reading from. What's the talking point she was told, guys? What's the word? Dangerous. It's dangerous. So it's dangerous. I must emphasize that they're dangerous. It's a very dangerous, dangerous. How are they dangerous? Fauci's not your orthodontist. He's not your foot doctor. Fauci is a public health official who has gone on the record making some of the worst public health decisions in human history. Some that I would argue may have cost lives by creating a moral hazard. Moral hazard where people thought masks and vaccines would save them, and they didn't. He is absolutely fair game for criticism. Do not fall into this trap uh, This trap of any criticism of these people as inciting violence. It's a scam, and they know exactly what they're doing. By the way, speaking of medical misinformation, so the vaccine mandate, which is shown to be entirely and completely ineffective, the original logic, guys, behind the vaccine mandate is an obvious one. It was, well, the vaccine prevents transmission of COVID, so it's a community health issue. It's not an individual decision. I'm talking about their logic. I'm not telling you that makes any sense. Just roll with it for a second. That's communist logic because they love mandates too, which I've said a lot, but besides, besides the point now. So the point was that, well, it's not really an individual decision. It's about the community, and therefore we have a compelling government interest to make you take this shot. Well, then it came out later that the vaccine doesn't stop the transmission of COVID uh, pretty much at all, that you can still get COVID, Omicron, Delta, and the other variants after the original Wuhan variant, right? And then all of a sudden, the whole logic behind, well, it's about the community because it stops the COVID, fell apart. Now, you would think because a lot of our military members don't want the vaccine and have since left the military, been kicked out because of it. And you would think the fact that they're having a massive, massive recruiting crisis, fellas, they are falling hundreds of thousands of soldiers short over time and in other branches because they cannot meet recruiting uh, guidelines. Because a lot of people don't want to go in the military if they're going to be forced to take the vax. You would think the commander-in-chief of the United States would say, you know what? I'm not a moron. Uh, we got a war in Ukraine, potential China invasion of Taiwan. We need to take care of our military. There's no community justification for the vaccine. So we're going to drop the vaccine mandate. Thankfully, fellas, you may have to change your votes after this. Green huh. Jean-Pierre came out yesterday. Yeah, I know you're a little surprised. But the White House is doing a U-turn. They're going to drop the vaccine mandate, one of their first smart moves since they got in office. Karine Jean-Pierre was the first to announce it yesterday because they realize they've got a real national security crisis on their hands. So check this out. We've been very clear uh, about what we saw happen with the vaccine uh, mandate uh, uh, basically being removed or uh, from the NDAA. We thought it was a mistake. Uh, we think that Republicans in Congress have uh, decided that they'd rather fight against uh, the health and well-being of our troops than protecting them. And again, it was a mistake. As it relates to the NDAA, uh, we, we're not going to get ahead. The Senate is, is, is going to take this up, so we're not going to get ahead of the Senate process. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a wrong. That's a wrong joke. Did you edit that? That was Joe. Joe edited that. Oh, I'm sorry. See, this is the White House. You understand? These, these <laughs> lunatics. This is what happens when you put communists in charge. Because they are so obsessed with government forcing down from the top down collectivist power, you will not ignore the government no matter what. No matter how dumb the advice they give you is, young, healthy soldiers who don't need it and may not be willing to take on the risk, you will take it no matter what. The science is irrelevant. Do you understand what this is about? It is about, I am government, hear me roar. You will listen to me no matter what. Shut your mouth. Of course they weren't going to back down from this. They're communists. Communists never back down from anything. They just pretend to when it, hit, when it hits them at the polls. Just like the Iranians. 
pretended to get the morality police uh, to kick out the morality. Oh, yeah, look at us. We're going to shit that. None of that happened. It was all a scam. Folks, this is not a common community health measure. It doesn't. And I love how she portrays it. Oh, Republicans don't care about the health of our children. No, you don't. You don't. The soldiers who don't want to get it have calculated their own individual risk of getting the vaccine is higher than the risk of them getting COVID. You're the idiots who haven't protected them. Folks, this is what you voted for if you voted Democrat. I'm really sorry to tell you, but things are going to get a lot worse for you. As your kids and you, you start to feel the effects of liberal collectivist top-down government destroying your schools, your health care, your economy, your military, and everything. You did this. You were responsible. You on the left voted for this. And you voted for this, too. Here's Biden on stage getting lost again. So I've told you, cut what, kind of a hundred times or so, if not more. I did this for a living. Everything these guys do is scripted. Biden forgets the minute he gets on stage what he's supposed to do. This is example what, Joe? Number 47? At least. Here's At least, right? Here's Biden again, has to ask a little kid on stage, where do I go? Because Joe Biden, you voted for it, cannot figure out where he is at any given moment. Check this out. on the left you voted for this man you want a guy cognitively compromised in the white house the answer of course is yes of course you did you actually voted for it you voted for him and you voted for his democrats in the midterm elections you you performed quite well on the senate side not so much on the house side but on the senate side you did okay why because you want more of this you also want more medical misinformation i want to show you a segment on cnn next where again there's a doctor on cnn they can't get enough of the mandates they cannot be challenged. They, have, they are fully aligned with this communist agenda of we will mandate what you should do and you should shut your mouth. That's why masks and vaccine mandates are all they can talk about. I'll show you the segment coming up next. A CNN doctor guess Again, pushing these masks with zero evidence whatsoever. They do anything to stop the transmission of COVID. They won't let this go because it's a mandate thing, not a mask thing. Let me get to this. Uh, first, I'm an Omaha Steaks household, have been for a long time. I made ghee in Omaha Steaks household, too, by eating their burgers. are amazing. The holidays are here, folks. Achieve gifting greatness when you give the gift of perfectly aged, tender, and delicious Omaha Steaks. The steak experts at Omaha Steaks have put together special curated gift packages to help take the guesswork out of gifting and make you a holiday hero. Go to omahasteaks.com and take advantage of 50% off site-wide, plus use code Bongino at checkout to get an additional $40 off your order. It's a nice saving. Send an assortment of mouthwatering favorites guaranteed to impress, like the legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignons, air-chilled boneless chicken, ultra-juicy burgers, and easy-to-prepare comfort foods and meals that are ready in a flash. Omaha Steaks is ready to ship your order right away. So shop early and beat the shipping rush. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code Bongino at checkout. Omaha Steaks is a gift from the heart. A gift that'll be remembered with every unforgettable bite. Order with complete confidence today, knowing you're ordering the very best. Visit omahasteaks.com. Get 50% off site-wide, plus use promo code Bongino at checkout to get that extra $40 off your order. Minimum order may be required. Check it out. Be a grilling champion over the holidays. Omahasteaks.com. Use promo code Bongino at checkout. Minimum order may be required. 
With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate megastores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. All right. Thank you, Bomas. Thanks. We appreciate it. So here's what I'm talking about. They cannot drop this endless search for power. It is about mandates. It's nothing to do with science. It's nothing to do with masks. It's nothing to do with vaccines. It has everything to do with making sure you never violate a government edict. They will never let this mask thing go because they can't. Here's what I mean. Here's a doctor on CNN again recommending, you know what? We got to put these masks on again as they're pushing for mask mandates, despite this is the crazy. I know the story drives you nuts. My sincere apologies. He hates it. I know it. I'm just obsessed with it for obvious reasons. This may just be me and I may be destroying my own show. I have never seen an example. I haven't in my lifetime of so many people who claim to be scientists and adherence to logic and reason flush their credibility down the toilet bowl to align with this collectivist mandate agenda over this dopey mask thing. I've never seen anything like it ever. Here, take a listen. New York officials are now urging people to start wearing masks up again since we've seen an uptick in cases and we're seeing a rise in flu cases as well and hospitals that are starting to get uh, uh, more busy and busier through this holiday season. Do you think that Americans and New Yorkers will start putting their masks on, though, after they haven't for so many months? Yeah, I, I think so. I think the framework, though, has to be one of individual protection. So I was rounding in the hospital today seeing patients, and I saw multiple COVID patients, multiple flu patients, even someone with something called metanumovirus, which is another respiratory infection that travels around this time of year. And I think as people see just how much virus there is out there this time of year, you know, when you're in a public place and you're surrounded by strangers, Throwing on a mask for, you know, 30 minutes while you go shopping is not too much to ask just to protect yourself, even if you're a healthy person. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. <laughs> Crazy. That doctor from Ghostbusters has more credibility than these guys. <laughs> Can you, I totally, I don't know what Joe's going to Joe just dropped his head. Yeah. So I'm, I'm totally unplanned. But it's true. Folks, this is not going to protect you. As the doctor says, don't know the guy. Never met the guy in my life. It will not protect you. Please do not go out in public. If you are vulnerable or sick or elderly or immunocompromised, please, I'm begging you, please, thinking that wearing a mask is going to save you like that CNN segment implies. Folks, it will not. I am as serious as a freaking heart attack right now. You are taking a, you could die. It will not protect you. I don't know why people keep pushing this insane idea that this thing is going to stop you from getting COVID. It will not stop telling people this. And that one more thing, the craziest thing about this is because of my, you know, issues, I have to go to a lot of doctor's offices. It's basically the only place in Florida you're forced to wear a mask on places that protest to, uh, 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 pretend to believe in science. Uh, masks required. You're like, you got to be kidding. This is supposedly the, 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 the medical office. It makes me doubt the intelligence of some of these people. It's, it's unbelievable. They don't work. 
All right, I want to play this cut, just moving on. The Brittany Griner case is America fascinated because a lot of people can't believe we traded an international terrorist with gallons and gallons of blood on his hands, Victor Boot, an international arms trafficker. Who, again, there's so many bodies on this guy's hands, but he's convicted in a court of law, by the way. One of the biggest national security threats to the United States we released for Brittany Griner, who we, we want back, we want all our American citizens back. But was this a smart thing to do? You have to make a lot of moral compromises when you're in these public positions. Joe Biden's incapable of that. Joe Biden just wants to be popular. So the media, shockingly, I'm actually a little stunned by this. I don't know who's it's probably a conservative media. If not, I'm shocked. Someone asked Jake Sullivan, one of the national security folks surrounding the president, at a presser yesterday in the White House, Hey, uh, this is a great question, by the way. You can see Jake Sullivan has to take a second to think of it. Someone says, hey, uh, Jake, is Victor Buddha a terrorist? Watch the verbal judo answer here. Check this out. Does the administration consider Victor Boot to be a terrorist? Well, he's not uh, listed as a specially designated national. What we consider him to have been was a convicted criminal, convicted of arms trafficking and other crimes. Um, to serve a sentence. Well, he's not on an official former list of uh, people who may have been engaged in activities subversive to the government using terror tactics for a political <laughs> agenda. You see the verbal judo? Yeah. You see it? You see, you see how he does the, the arm throw there? This is who these people are. This is who they are. Again, it's not that they lie that bothers me. The Biden administration, that is. It's that they lie all the time about everything. The vax mandate, masks, Victor Boot, deficits, spending, Twitter, social media, censoring. They lie about everything all the time. Point to me one significant issue the Biden administration hasn't lied about. And I'll call you a liar because it's true. <clears throat> all right, switching gears. There's a lot, a lot to talk about today. I did a lot of good homework this morning to put together a quality show. And I appreciate you hanging with us this holiday week because there is a lot to talk about. This segment, let me just say in advance. <clears throat> this segment's going to be slightly depressing. Um, I know it's a holiday season, but I'm going to end it on a good note. So I need you to hang in there because we're never going to fix the country's problems and get down a right, a more correct path to prosperity if we don't acknowledge where we're coming from, the anti-prosperity path. You know, it, you got to know the rules of the road. So let's get the negative part out of the way first. Folks, <clears throat> we're in a really perilous economic situation right now. But the irony is the state of Oregon may save us. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Hang with me. here. First, I want to show you this headline from the Wall Street Journal. Federal deficit widened to a record $249 billion, what, last year? No, no, last month. Last month. Folks, the November deficit was $249 billion. In one month, we spent and printed $249 billion more dollars than we have. One month. Last time I checked, we have 50 states. Obama thought we had 57. There are, Joe, can you confirm? 50? It's not 57, um, correct? I'm not. Yeah, 50 is cool. Yeah, we, okay, yeah. Yeah, Hawaii, Alaska. Yeah, yeah. Joe did a quick internet search just to check that out. So, you have state budgets out there, like Oregon state budget, I believe is about $11.5 billion. We spent enough money we didn't have in one month that you could spread around 
billions of dollars per state. That's how much money we spent that we didn't have. We spent 20 times Oregon's state budget. This is insane. Now, you would say to yourself if you were a sane person on the left, which sadly, many of you aren't, aren't we in a dramatic inflation crisis where we printed a bunch of money we didn't have and therefore it caused more money to chase fewer products, which caused the more money to make the prices go up because that's how inflation works? Charlie Brown encyclopedia stuff. It's not complicated. So the solution would be what, fellas? I think we should stop printing money yeah. to chase the products yeah. because we're not producing a lot of stuff either. See, if we were producing more products, they could suck up the extra money. But as you can see from this Fox News report, we're not producing more products because U.S. worker productivity has tanked this year. So we're producing less stuff, which is being chased by $240 billion more dollars we don't have that we printed just last month. Which is doing this really crazy thing, guys. It's causing a massive inflation crisis, which means the value of the things you own is worth less because the dollars they're denominated in are worth less. So if you owned a, say, vintage watch that was worth X a year ago, it's worth X minus whatever now because the dollars it's denominated in are worth less in many cases. Your stocks are worth less. Everything's worth less because your money, the national currency, is going to buy less over time and it's going to get worse. Now, having assets like vintage watches and real estate and stuff will protect you to some extent, but it's not going to protect you from destroying the national currency. How do I know that? Because, ladies and gentlemen, we always bring receipts on the show. Here's Market Watch. Again, no right wing outlet. Household wealth is down by $13.5 trillion in 2022. How bad is that? Oh, it's only the second worst wealth destruction on record. Now, all these articles are in the newsletter for you to read, bongino.com slash newsletter. If you understandably say, you know what, Dan, I've got some questions. I doubt this a little bit. You go and you doubt away. You can read for yourself. I included Wall Street Journal. I included a more centrist uh, outlet by their categorization, not my market watch. We're printing a bunch of money, folks. We're printing a bunch of money we don't have, which is destroying the value of the money you have now. And if you don't have assets to even mildly offset this, you're going to be struggling to buy food soon. Yeah, you're right. It, you, it, it is a Danny Downer there, pal. You, you it, did. It, you it is a, blew this show right Here's off. the good part. I know. I'm sorry. I know. My apologies. <laughs> I don't. But I want you to understand, like, the problem we're having right now economically is not hard to figure out. We're printing money we don't have, chasing products we're not making, and destroying household wealth as a result. I just laid it out to you in three simple stories. Oregon may show us the way. I'll show you what I mean in a second. Let me get to my last sponsor first. Don't go anywhere. Folks, the inventor and CEO of MyPillow is always looking for ways to solve everyday problems. You ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store, but then you go to use it and it's not that absorbent. It's a towel that leaves you out to dry. Towel doesn't dry them. What's the point? So MyPillow developed the MyPillow towels. The towels that actually work. I know, mind-blowing towels that actually dry you and dry you well. The six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. They come in a variety of colors, and right now you can receive a six-piece towel set for only $39.96 with promo code DAN, D-A-N. I use them. They are absolutely terrific. Go to MyPillow.com right now. Click on the radio listener special. 
Buy pillow products come with a 10-year warranty and have a 60-day money-back guarantee. To receive this amazing offer on the six-piece set of MyPillow towels, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code DAN, or call 800-637-4982. That's MyPillow.com, promo code DAN, or 800-637-4982 if you want to give them a ring. Thanks, MyPillow. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So what do I mean by Oregon may show us the way? Folks, one of the evergreen themes of the show, especially over the last few weeks, has been that sometimes you have to get democracy good and hard. What? What do you mean by that? Keep it family friendly. No, it is family friendly. It's an old saying. People vote for things, and sometimes the ramifications of those things they don't understand. However, they understand them when they come at them good and hard. Well, that happened in Oregon. Wall Street Journal notes in this piece, Oregon socialized health care by lawsuit that they just passed a legally enforceable version of Medicare for All. Do you know about this? It's called Measure 111. Measure 111 in Oregon guarantees every citizen in Oregon has the right and to access affordable health care. As a right. Like, wow, Dan, that sounds absolutely terrific. Every state should do that. Really? They should. What else do you have a right to? See, this is the liberals where they fall short. And this is where they're going to get democracy. Good Lord. You wanted this? Now the obligation comes. As we say often on the show, when you declare things rights, health care, housing, creates an obligation for someone else to build it for you and to create it for you. That someone else may be poor or middle class themselves. So now you've got a doctor's office in uh, Oregon that technically now has to provide you affordable health care. They're obligated to do so. That's interesting. What if you have the money to pay for it and you don't want to? Well, let me create another scenario for you. What if you're an illegal immigrant in the country who came here illegally and you just show up at a doctor's office in Oregon? You're going to sue? You have the right to affordable health care. So they did some of the math on this, as you can see in the Wall Street Journal. And they note that this could cost Oregon $2.5 billion annually just to enroll all the uninsured residents in Medicaid, according to one analysis. $0.5 billion. The entire state budget of Oregon is $11.5 billion. So I love Oregon and I love our conservative friends over there, and I'm really sorry you've got to suffer this. But the liberals are about to get democracy good and hard. Because when the first person sues over this and they mandate some kind of Medicaid for all system throughout Oregon, Oregon tax rates are going to go through the roof. The Oregon economy is going to collapse. And Oregon may show the way about how getting democracy good and hard really works when it's good and hard. You wanted it. Even Vermont threw this one and flushed it down the toilet bowl. This idea of uh, health care for everyone as a right. Ladies and gentlemen, you can get health care. May not be the most efficient sometimes or the best, but the only way to create a system is to price it. You can price it or ration it. That's it. Now you're going to see it rationed as doctors start to pull out of Oregon's medical system and taxes go through the roof. Now, here's the good news. I promise I'd leave you on a good note. This. There is a path out of this, and it's a relatively easy path out of this. 
just put a cap on spending. Folks, I would love to see spending cut. I really would. That's what we need to do. However, I would be willing to accept at this point, at least put a cap on it. They won't even do that. Put a cap on spending and cut the tax rates. Not hike them like it's about to happen in Oregon when they see the cost of this thing kicking them in the nads. The evidence is everywhere. There's articles in the newsletter. Please read it. It's short, it's sweet, and it's a hard set of facts about what tax cuts have done throughout history. The evidence is everywhere. History proves low taxes and low spending work. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but they go into the 60s when JFK, yes, a Democrat. Did you say that wrong, Dan? No, no. Yes, a Democrat, JFK, cut the tax rates. GDP averaged 5% a year, which is high, and unemployment fell to 3.4% after the tax cuts. Uh, Don't take my word for it, fellas and ladies. Read it in the piece. It's right in the newsletter. Oh, Dan, that was just JFK. It was unique to the 60s. Okay, let's go to the 80s. By the way, they talk about the 20s in the piece, too. It's the interest of time. I'm keeping it short and sweet. 1981, Reagan cut taxes. Once again, the economy roared back with growth averaging nearly 5% a year from 83 to 89 and inflammation, uh, inflammation, talking about my shoulder, inflation, (laughs) I wish inflammation would drop. Inflation dropped from double digit rates to 4% and unemployment was cut in half. All right, so you got the 20s, you got the 60s, you got the 80s. I need a more recent example. I'm here to give you one. The 2017 Trump tax cuts produced an economic recovery in 2018 and 2019 after years of sluggish growth. Real wages increased the most in U.S. history, and the unemployment rate fell to 3.5%, the lowest rate in 50 years before the lockdowns disrupted the economy. So we got the 20s. We got the 60s. We got the 80s. We got 2017. And the liberals are like, I don't get it. What's the connection? Of course you don't get it. You just want to print more money and drive the economy into a disaster. We can save this thing. And ladies and gentlemen, after yesterday's news about fusion, nuclear fusion, I'm telling you, we are on the road. If we can get this place righted and get people to see and open their eyes, maybe you are going to lead the way. Once they find out the cost of what they did, we can turn it around. All right, a couple quick things I need to get to. A lot of, a lot of stuff happened last night. So uh, SBF, this guy who ran this crypto uh, FTX exchange, he was arrested last night in the Bahamas. And I find this story really interesting. You read about it in the Daily Mail here. A lot of the celebrities, by the way, back some of these products have been really quiet. You notice that? But Joe, this is one of your Joe Armacos weird moments right here. So Samuel Bankman-Fried, who was a big Democrat donor, I might add, and who was being threatened with regulation by a bunch of regulators at the SEC and elsewhere. I'll tie that together in a second. Big Democratic donor runs this crypto exchange. The exchange goes belly up, right? He was scheduled to testify in front of Congress today for the whole world to see. Remember, he's a Democrat donor. And the strangest thing happened, Joe. Weird. Gets locked up yesterday right before he's supposed to talk. Weird. Weird, man. Just so strange. Now... He didn't want SEC regulation, uh, Samuel Bankman-Fried and others. They were trying to, uh, to um, get around regulation that probably would have uh, maybe, maybe prevented this. I'm not a big fan of government interfering. But it's kind of strange. The court documents from this case indicated that this was an ongoing type of alleged fraud over there at FTX. 
that there was information that he was taking some of the money you can see from this court document here from a, from FTX and putting it in this Alameda. And it says from the inception of FTX. So this was an ongoing fraud. Now, again, I'm just asking questions here, but Fox News has this really fascinating story about how the SEC chair, who was looking into a lot of regulation of Bankman-Fried and others, that he had a meeting with George Soros and he hid it from the public. Another big, huge donor like Sam Bankman-Fried. What was he hiding? As George Soros, by the way, donates $50 million to Democrats after the uh, super PAC cycle. Folks, the bottom line here is I'm not trying to be, you know, coy about it or silly or make connections that aren't there. Um, this deep state is real. And the deep state, uh, for all the Democrats talk about, you know, big money and politics and how they can't stand dark money. The Democrats will take money from whoever, Bankman Freed, who's alleged to be a fraudster. George Soros, who we know elects prosecutors throughout the country, let criminals out of jail. They take money from everyone. They don't care about any of this stuff. It's all a big joke to them. All right, let me get to one last thing. So uh, Dr. Peter McCullough was on my show unfiltered this past week. He is back on Twitter along with Dr. Malone, which is great. They've been truth tellers the whole time. And I want to leave you with this because it's important. I asked Dr. McCullough on my show, you may have missed it this weekend, about the pushing this vaccine because now he's going to have the chance to speak again on Twitter. Pushing these new vaccines and these boosters and these bivalents on kids. And I want to make sure I get actual scientific information from a guy I care about and I know is a truth teller out there to you. Here's what he was his answer on the show. I want you to pay close attention to it. Check this out. Dan, that's using children as human shields in the registrational trials of children uh, ages six months and up. You know, for severe COVID, there were more cases of severe COVID in the vaccine group than there were in placebo. The vaccines do not stop transmission. And, and Fauci has no place in telling seniors that they can't see their children. 86% of children have already had COVID. They're fine. That's the medical misinformation Twitter wanted banned. Notice air quotes, misinformation, otherwise known as the truth. Notice how he cites actual data. Welcome back to Twitter, Dr. McCullough and Dr. Malone. Folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Thanks for making our podcast one of the top podcasts in the country. It means the world to me. Uh, you can help us stay on the top charts by subscribing at Apple, Spotify. If you're up for it, it's free. And of course, on Rumble, where it's also free, you can watch a video version of this show. We had a tremendous number of views yesterday. It's at rumble.com slash Bongino. Thanks again for tuning in. See you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.